In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 132, verses 11 through 18, where I'll ask the question, has the Lord chosen Zion? Psalm 132, verses 11 through 18 says, The Lord swore to David a sure oath, from which he will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. Throughout the Old Testament, particularly in the Psalms, there is this vaulted language about Jerusalem, about Zion, about the city on the hill. And the reason why that exists is because the Lord's worship, his temple was put there in that city. This was the place where the people of Israel would identify the presence of the Lord in a special way, distinct from how he interacted with all of the other cities and towns within its borders. And at times it's hard to separate the Distinction between the presence of God there in the temple and his love for the city of Jerusalem. And that actually makes a whole lot of sense because the city of Jerusalem is the place where David reigned for the majority of his time. It is the place where the temple of the Lord existed. It is that location that became the locus of religious and political life for the people of Israel. So here are three thoughts from Psalm 132, verses 11 through 18, answering the question, has the Lord chosen Zion? Thought number one, city of David. This is the place that David chose. This is the city that he selected to be the center point for his kingdom. He actually moved the capital during his reign because this was the place that the temple would ultimately be built. And David understood that the worship of God and the service of the government should go hand in hand because ultimately Israel is a theocracy. Even though they have a king, ideally their true king would always be the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. So when David selects Jerusalem, when he selects it for the location of the temple and for the central location for political power there in Israel, what he's doing is saying all of the things that are significant about our nation Right here is where it's going to take place. And this is the city of God. Thought number two, the coming city. In many ways, the city of Jerusalem in the Old Testament is a picture of what the eternal city is going to be. The eternal city that God himself, the Father, dwells in when he makes his dwelling place with man at the end of the age. The new Jerusalem is what's coming. So when we see Jerusalem in the Old Testament, what we see is a image of what is ultimately going to be realized in the consummation, a center, a location for the worship of the Lord, where the presence of the Lord is most clearly realized and experienced. This is what ultimately will be built in the new heavens and the new earth. 
There'll be a new Jerusalem there as well, where the Lord himself will make his dwelling place with man. We understand that a little bit better because the Lord chose a city, the city of Jerusalem, the city of Zion, to be the center for his worship in the Old Testament. And that is what we look forward to now as we anticipate the return of Christ. Thought number three, David's horn. Embedded in this psalm is the idea that there is going to be one like David who is coming. And this one who is like David who is coming that will be the great king who has a heart after the Lord's own heart, who is the new and greater David is coming. And that new David, the horn of David or the power of David is Christ. Christ is the descendant of David who is the great king who fulfills all of the promises that God has made throughout his revelation to man. It is Christ who is fulfilling all the law and the prophets, making himself known to us as the great king and Lord over all creation. And Christ being described as David's horn helps us to understand a little bit more of what his reign is like. He's like a shepherd, yes, but he's also like the mighty king, the one in whom there is no defeat, the one who reigns victorious over all things and defeats his enemies. This is the nature of Christ. He is the great victor, the great and perfect and wondrous king that David sort of gives us a, a glimpse of, an idea of, and it is Christ who is David's. Horn. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 131 through 133. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.